You're listening to the Colts Blue Zone Podcast with Mike Chappell and Dave Griffiths. Hello, Colts fans, and welcome to the Colts Blue Zone Podcast. This is Joe Hopkins here, and we have a bonus episode for you today. You'll hear from the Colts 2022 draft class in their media availabilities after being drafted by the Horseshoe. Of course, first up is second round pick wide receiver Alec Pierce out of Cincinnati. Alec, how you doing? Uh, congratulations. Hey, thank you. I'm doing great. Super excited. Good. Good. Um, hey, what what if any uh, contact had you had with the Colts and and what do you know about, you know, how you might fit in, into what they do here? Um, I had they came they came to our our uh, our campus and we did a um, private workout. They worked out with me, Des, and another receiver, Michael Young, for our team. Um, and you know, after the workout, like I got a, I got actually got a call from the GM saying just how how great of a workout it was, just as a whole, like how how impressive he he impressed he was with our whole program. You know, just really said he basically said like he he understands why we won so many games just kind of how we we uh ran that workout and how well it went um so yeah that that was that was my big contact but it was a really good day I was able to meet with um coach Wayne and a couple of the other coaches and go over some tape and and learn a little bit of their offense and do some installs and then run some routes from them Zach Kiefer yeah congratulations hey thank you thank you um, so you talked to Reggie Wayne, you, you talked to Chris Ballard. I'm curious, did you think the Colts were going to be the destination or was your, um, your mind kind of all over the place? And then when you found out tonight, you know, what's your first reaction when you're going to join a team with a, with a veteran quarterback and Matt Ryan, Michael Pittman, there's a lot of pieces on the offense, the, the leading rusher in the league as well. No, I mean, I'm, I'm, you know, it's, it's a great team to join. You know, you look at them last year, like they were, they were a really good team. Uh, just fell just short of the playoffs. Um, but yeah, they, they, they seem to be having, you know, they got all the pieces to be a great team, a team that can win championships. Um, but yeah, wait, wait, what was the, what was the first question? Did the Colts surprise you when they made the call or was this kind of a gut feeling that you had after the uh, workout that this could be a play? I actually had like, I kind of like this morning, I, I kind of had a gut feeling on the Colts. I don't, I don't know what it was, but um, and I did have, I had some, somebody basically pr- predicted, text me earlier, like you're, you're going to the Colts, man. I, I had like a, a feeling right. And I'm like, okay, okay. Like, but yeah, it was, um, it was awesome. And it was really a place, you know, I, I really wanted to go. So it's great. Mike Chapel, you can go ahead. Alec, again, it, it's still new to you, but what, what do you, what do you expect to bring? You've got the size and speed. Are you inside the outside or the versatility? What do you think your strengths are? Yeah, versatility. You know, I think I'm a guy that you can you can put to the boundary, and I'm able to be be coverage one on one with speed with speed and size. Be able to go up and get the ball. Um, be able to stretch the field vertically, and you know, hopefully, make them have to play with safeties over the top and uh, open up the run game. Uh, Jake Arthur. Uh, yeah, somewhat similarly, I, I saw you were you played some linebacker as a freshman. Was that right? Yeah, I did. Yeah, and, and special teams. Has wide receiver always kind of been your, your home position, your whole kind of football career? And do you do you anticipate playing special teams moving forward? Is that someone something that teams have talked to you about? Yeah, um, 
so, you know, growing up, I, I played really a lot of defense. I was um, a safety all throughout high school until my junior year, I switched over to receiver. Um, and so, yeah, and I, I did that um, going into college. I was kind of recruited as an athlete. I started off as a receiver, you know, that's where my body really, really fit, you know, coming out of high school, pretty skinny, tall and skinny. Um, and I had a really good year as my, as a freshman, but I didn't have any catches. I played just on special teams. So that, that's another thing. So then I, so I switched over just for bull practice. They tried me out at basically like Sam linebacker, which is kind of a, you know, hybrid, hybrid safety position, especially DB really in our league. Um, in our defense. So, yeah, I did that for a little bit and, you know, I was doing well at it, but I would have had to gain a lot of weight. It would have been a long road to plan probably, you know, would have had to redshirt that next year and gain, gain 20, 30 pounds. Um, but they changed receiver coaches and I got a new opportunity with a new coach. And he was just, he was the guy who really kind of made me the player I am today. Like he, he came in from day one and just, you know, just worked, worked with me, worked on, um, just technique and all that. Cause that's really what I needed. I always had the athleticism. I was just really raw as a receiver. And, you know, I, I think that's still, I, that's still what I got to keep on working on today is just working on my technique. So he, he really made me the player and, and kind of gave me the tools to be successful in college. Hey, Lieutenant Bob. Hey, Alec, welcome to Indy. Um, we've already seen on Twitter, Matt Ryan has put out a video with his kids welcoming you to India tweet. Has he, I mean, I know you have a million text messages and calls. Has he said anything to you yet that you've seen, at least personally? And what do you know about playing with a veteran guy? I mean, he's played, this is going on year 15, yeah. and you're like 21 years old. So you've probably seen majority of his career, all of it, I guess. Yeah, I, um, I did I did see a text pop up. I didn't get a chance to respond to any of my texts yet, but I did see a text pop up that said, said um, hey, Alec, this is Matt with the Colts. Uh, congrats, man. I'm not sure if that's him or not. I was like, is that Matt Ryan or <laughs> whatnot? But I, I have a feeling it, it was him because I, I think anyone else would probably be putting their last name on there. So, um, yeah, but it's awesome. You know, he, he's a guy that I grew up watching a lot. You know, the, the Falcons, I love watching uh, love watching Julio Jones as a kid. So that that was really awesome to, you know, always was watching Matt Ryan with him. And, you know, hopefully, hopefully I can be like a new Julio for him. A few more here, Joel Erickson. Uh, who texted you uh, this morning and said that they thought you were going to the Colts? It was my, it was my barber. He said he got a, a message from God. He said he had a. <laughs> he, he wanted me to. Uh, he wanted me to go to the Bengals so he could keep cutting my hair. But he said he. he said he's been praying for me to, go to the Bengals, and he said God told him I was going to the Colts. So. <laughs> Alexa Ross. Always listen to your barber. Yeah, always. Great advice. Then we'll go with Kevin Bowen. Um, Alec, at your workout, do you remember who was there from the Colts? Like, was Frank Reich? I, what was Reggie Wayne? I know you said you, you yeah, would maybe they, talk with Reggie. Yeah, pretty much all the offensive guys were there, and the the head coach, um, Reggie, really worked out me and or Coach Wayne really worked out me and uh, me and Mike Young. And went through some things, um, but yeah, like all the offensive guys were there. Do you remember watching Reggie at all in his mm -hmm. NFL yeah. days? I know I definitely remember watching, especially the uh, the Super Bowl when they beat the Bears. All right, we'll go back to Alexa. Hey, Alex, congratulations! 
a lot of people on the broadcast were comparing you to Jordy Nelson. You and Michael Pittman are the same size. Is there someone that you emulate your game after? Um, I love I, – I grew up – you know, Jordy Nelson is probably one of my favorite receivers growing up. Um, so, I'd say Jordy Nelson. Uh, I like A.J. Green's game a lot, too. I think that's a guy that I emulate well, you know, as – because I, I not only – A.J. Green could run by guys, but then he also he could throw it up to him. He can go up and jump over guys. So, I think that's um I think that's probably my best comp is A.J. Green. All right, we'll go last one here. J.J.? Alec, what are you hoping to learn from Reggie Wayne, just someone who's played the game at such a high level and, you know, will probably be a Hall of Famer someday? I mean, just trying to soak in everything, you know, learn how to how to become a great wide receiver like he was and, you know, play for that long and be that successful for that long in a career. That was wideout Alec Pierce. Next up is the first of the Colts' three third-round picks, tight end out of Virginia, Jelani Woods. George Brammer, if you want to go ahead and start us off. Jelani, welcome. Uh, how big was the switch of, of the offensive scheme from Oklahoma State to Virginia for you, uh, you know, in your development? Uh, it's pretty much with me, it was easy. Um, going from quarterback to tight end, all you really had to do was learn the technical side to it, the technique and stuff. So, like, just uh, mentally, it was very easy. I got through that um, smooth, and then I just had to learn the technique and develop that over time pretty much. Zach Kiefer? What was your interactions like with the Colts the last couple of weeks? Did you chat with them at the combine? Did you visit with them? How did that work? I actually, so the uh, Colts were my uh, offense at the East-West Shrine game. So I knew them from there. And then I got to know uh, Coach Clayton a good a bit because he was our office coordinator at the uh, Shrine game. So uh, when I got to the combine, I already built a relationship within um, that within the week at the Shrine game. So uh, it's kind of like we knew each other. And then, uh, of course, he came and worked me out. Um, before, well, after my pro day. So uh, it was a good relationship, even with the whole staff, co-staff. Uh, it was a good relationship with all of them. JJ, go ahead. For uh, Colts fans who, who are just getting to know you, how would you describe yourself as a player? Uh, me, well, for me, I'm more of a, a physical guy. Uh, definitely would say a guy that attacks everything he do. So run blocking and very aggressive. And uh, pass, like, pass protection and stuff like that. I'm definitely uh, the same way also with that. But like I was saying, but uh, run blocking, I'm definitely a very aggressive. I like to, uh, I love contact, so I'm kind of in, uh, into that. And then uh, running routes, I'm very physical, very at the point of attack, making breaks and stuff. I like to bang a lot. So I'm a guy that just, you know, I'm a, like a, I would say me, versatile all-around player that likes to do both pretty much blocking and uh, running routes, catching the ball. Uh, Nate Atkins, go ahead. Hey, Jelani, I know at one point you were a quarterback uh, coming into Oklahoma State. So how did you go from there to tight end? And, and is there any part of the quarterback background that's helped you when you are a tight end? All right, so uh, the story out to everybody pretty much. Uh, at Oklahoma State, uh, our last game of the season, Bedlam rivalry week, we played Oklahoma. And uh, during that time, they had Mark Andrews. So they wanted me to impersonate Mark Andrews pretty much for the week. And I ended up uh, pretty much killing our starting defense. And uh, the next morning, they ended up calling me in and asking, uh, asking me to uh, switch the tight end. And I didn't have any problem with it. So 
I ended up switching that same day. Then going to bowl season, I started getting my reps in at tight end and stuff like that. And then um, playing-wise, quarterback helps because it's easy for me to read defenses. It's easy for me to look at fronts and, you know, learn the different coverages and um, not really even learn, like know the different coverages. And then off of movement, too, I'm able to adjust off of movement. So when a play starts, I'm able to read the defense while I'm running my route and be able to settle in the hole or beat the man coverage or anything like that. And then uh, just a quick follow-up, but how quickly did you figure out that you'd be good at tight end? Was it that same practice where you're uh, imitating Mark Andrews, or, or when did it start? Oh, definitely. definitely. Uh, I had a lot of fun. I kid you not, I had a lot of fun that whole week. Uh, I tell everybody, every day I probably went, I would say, like eight catches for 100 and something yards. Like it was, it was like that. Like I had so much fun at it. So I was just like, thought it was always in the back of my head when that happened. And then um, when they actually asked me to switch, that's why I was so easy. I would say because uh, just to so, how much fun I had. And then thinking about the future, how I could actually do that in the real game. So, George Bremer, Tonight, did you have much uh, contact with the Colts staff during the the Shrine Bowl out there? Uh, yeah. So they was my coach. So um, you know, you get a lot of extra film work. Uh, just the different components that come with, you know, being, them being your coaches on your side, on the east um, east side, well, west side. And then, um, yeah, so, like, with Coach Clayton, he was our offensive coordinator. So, of course, learning the coach offense was uh, pretty easy as also. And being with him and then being with uh, the quarterback coach, he was actually our head coach. So, um, being with them uh, helped a lot. We got a real good connection. Did that give you an idea of kind of what your fit would be in this scheme? Uh, definitely. Uh, I'd say I had so much fun. Also with that, I had so much fun with their offense. I was just like, man, I hope I hope this would be a team that looks at me or if they need a tie-in, I'd be able to get the pick. And then, you know, it was none but God that that actually happened. Uh, I remember telling my parents uh, when I was at the East-West Shrine game, I was just like, man, I love this coach offense. It gives you so much room to create and so much room to make plays you know, and be a reliable uh, resource within the offense. So I loved it. Well, last one here, Andrew Walker. Hey, congrats, man. Um, with you. your size, is that something that you had to learn to kind of play with at the tight end position, making that transition? Or um, how's that progression kind of been for you? And how do you hope that continues to progress here with the Colts? Uh, I would definitely say, yeah, with the size, it definitely um, – was something that I had to learn and that came with technique wise and uh, but like physicality and you know speed and stuff like that uh, pretty much had all along while being a quarterback because I was more of a dual threat type of quarterback that loved to um, you know run the ball and get physical especially running gap scheme type of play so uh, that definitely uh, helped a lot um, yeah so basically that definitely helped a lot that was Big Jelani Woods. Just four picks later, the Colts selected offensive tackle Bernard Raymond out of Central Michigan. Here he is now. Uh, Joel, if you want to start us off, you can go ahead. Uh, hey, Bernard, congrats on being picked. Um, you've kind of told this story before, but how did you come to know football in, in Austria and, and get started in it? Yeah, thanks so much, first of all. Um, it all happened um, pretty randomly, to be honest. I, I, I grew up playing playing soccer um, and, and other sports, but one day when I was um, 13 years old, I, I saw some guys down the road, you know, play catch with a football down, down the road at my dad's house. 
I ended up joining him and I had just a ton of fun, you know, just rolling around with him, you know, tackling, throwing the ball. Um, and so my 14th birthday, there was a tryout from the Vienna Vikings, a club American football team in Vienna. And I ended up, you know, trying out, worked out and um, that just went from there. Zach Kiefer. How did the draft process play out for you? Did you think in your mind a certain round, a certain team? Was this all a surprise? Um, and, and how did tonight unfold? Was it was a surprise when the when the phone rang? Yeah, I mean, it really was a surprise. Um, but I had some great great talks with Coach Strauss. I had some really great meetings um, with you know the the rest of the the Colts staff as well, and as well as some scouts there too. Um, but I didn't, I just knew I was ready to work where I was going to end up. Um, I just, I was fortunate enough, fortunate enough to, you know, end up with the Colts, but, um, oh, sorry about that. Okay. I was just fortunate enough to end up with the Colts. So, um, I really just got lucky and I, I just felt, felt blessed and more than anything in that moment, it was a huge surprise and I'm just, you know, blessed to be here. George Bremer. Bernard, uh, I think at the Combine, you said that uh, Sebastian Bulmer was kind of a guy that, that you watched growing up. Have you had a chance to, to talk with him at all? Has he had any kind of impact on your career? Yes, definitely. I mean, obviously, I watched a lot of tape on him, but and obviously his story inspired me. And um, right before the Super Bowl this year, I actually got to go to an NFL international event and I got to meet him in person. So that was huge for me as a player and a we got to talk some ball together and that was an awesome experience for me, you know, kind of meeting my, my football idol. And, you know, it just, that was, that was a huge, huge thing for me. And um, yeah. Before the Colts called it a night on day two of the draft, they traded back end to the bottom of the third round to select Maryland safety, Nick Cross. How would you describe your, your style of play, though, and what you bring to the table there for the defense? I feel like I bring somebody who, you know, has high energy, so slides around, make plays, um, you know, physical on the back end, be able to, you know, come downhill and make make solid solid tackles. And, you know, also someone who, you know, can can play the middle of the field and, and you know, intercept the ball, make sure that, you know, no one gets, you know, any big plays down the field and just, you know, ultimately be someone who tries to take the ball away and, and cause havoc for the offense. Uh, pride do you take in coverage because um you know with the Colts defense last year obviously it's a new season this coming year but they really um you know struggle at times covering tight ends how how much pride do you take in covering and coverage especially um when you're talking about covering a tight end who can kind of be in a mismatch in terms of size um you know I take it as a challenge you know for me everything's about competition you know I'm a very competitive person um you know anyone who lines up against me you know I'm, I'm just ready to take on the, com the, the challenge of, of covering them and, you know, do it to the best of my ability and, you know, come away with a, a win on that round. So I'm not, you know, worried about anything. You know, just prepare the right way, make sure to, you know, come and work hard at practice and, you know, it'll set me up for success. Hey, Lieutenant Bob. Um, hey, congratulations. Uh, just, I guess, the, the obvious, how, how's this night been for you? What's it been like? And, and how much you do know about the Colts heading into this, uh, to this draft? Um, you know, it was it was it was a a, a roller coaster of emotions. I would say, um, you know, 
standing there, you know, just waiting and, you know, waiting, you know, waiting for your phone to ring. And, you know, once I got the phone call, it was, you know, a lot of joy, a lot of relief, you know, just being able to, you know, that, you know, the hard work is paid off and that, you know, again, grateful to, you know, and Coach Ryan for Mr. Ballard for giving me the opportunity to come in and represent this. So, you know, like it's a lot of fun. Colts have a great history of, of great players, you know, Reggie Wayne, you know, Peyton Manning, Dallas Clark, Bob Sanders, guys who I grew up watching. So it was just an honor and privilege to be a part of this organization. George Bremer. Did you have a like, contact with the Colts during this process? And uh, did you hear any idea of like how, how you might fit as defense? Okay, yeah, we talked a, we talked a good amount. Um, you know, I talked to, you know, uh, DB coach, I talked to you know, scout you know, Michael, my area scout. You know, we talked to I uh, talked to uh, Chris Ballard, the GM, and you know, at the combine, I had a formal interview with them, so I was able to you know, meet with the entire staff and just you know, break down some film, um, defense, and um, be able to show them my, my knowledge and IQ. So, you know, we had a good amount of conversation during the during the, the year, the postseason. We'll go last one here, Nate Atkins. Hey, Nick, I've seen where you talked about how uh, the combine helped kind of put you on the map. But uh, before that, did you realize kind of just how athletic you were? Was any part of that process kind of eye-opening to you of just kind of how high your ceiling can be? Um, you know, I always knew that, you know, I had uh, great athletic ability. Uh, I was young and I'm God bless with amazing athletic ability. And, you know, I was just you know, happy to be able to use it. Um, um, you know, I was just happy to be able to use it at the end of the day. Um, you know, the combine was a good, you know, again, put myself further up on the map. You know, I knew that my, my play had put me up there, but, you know, just be able to, you know, solidify myself, put myself into, you know, a, a higher echelon, you know, a higher category was, you know, a great thing and a great feeling. Marshall, one more. Zach Kiefer? It, it feels like it makes a lot of sense that you would just slide into that deep safety role in, in Gus Bradley's scheme. Any idea, any, any talks with the team about where they would want you? And does that feel like that makes sense? Um, you know, we haven't really talked about that yet, but, you know, at the end of the day, you know, I'm ready and, and willing to play wherever they want me to, you know, do whatever I need to do to help the team and, you know, help the team bring a, a Super Bowl to Indianapolis. The Colts' first pick in day three came in the fifth round, and they used that pick to select Missouri State defensive tackle Eric Johnson. First of all, welcome to Indy. We're excited to have you. Um, we're going to go ahead and get started with Kevin Bowen. Hey, Eric, congrats, man. Um, your college career, I know you started every season there, but I guess when did it hit you that the NFL was a realistic possibility? Uh, it didn't really hit me till like later on when I started seeing some, uh, some late success, you know, with my coach. Um, you know, he just started teaching me a little bit more. And then when I started applying that to my game, I started seeing more of that success. That's when um, it kind of dawned on me that the possibilities were really there and that, you know, as long as I take the opportunity, you know, I can just keep going with it. So it was definitely later on, I would say. Hey, Griffiths. Hey, Eric, I saw that your Twitter handle is The Creature. Is that a nickname? Could you tell us how you got it and if you like it there? Yeah, uh, it, was a, it was a nickname we kind of came up with because, you know, usually most of my life I've always been EJ. You know, my, my full name is Eric Morris Johnson II. So, um, but we had a guy that was there, a senior in front of me, that he's, his name was Eugene Sutton. So he was also EJ. So we were just coming up with some 
different names that we can get. And I know, you know me and my dad talk about uh, personas when we try to, you know, play the game. So, so when you're going out there, you know, what you want to play like a creature, like an animal. So that's just how that kind of came about. Andrew Walker. Congratulations. Mm-hmm. Um, I know you had a great production in college. Um, how important, though, was this pre-draft process with um, the, the All-Star Games, especially the Senior Bowl? And did you have much contact with the Colts during that process? Uh, that's, it really started picking up during that time. And, you know, for me especially, it was really important because, you know, I was kind of under, I was under the radar for a lot of people. And, you know, coming from, the, uh, from like a, a smaller division, not a lot of people saw uh, more film of me and not a lot of people knew me. So that was a, that was a good opportunity for teams to be able to see my abilities and how I could play at that type of level. So it was very important me being at those uh, specific bowl games so I could, you know, shock a lot of people, go out there and really show that what I could do and they didn't know about me. So, but during that time, that's when I started um, getting more attention from the Colts and started talking some more. Nate Atkins. Eric, with where your game's at right now, what would you kind of say are your strengths that you can bring to this team? And what are some areas that you're, you know, looking to improve? Yeah, so the area I need to improve mostly being uh, the transition between my run and pass. You know, I could do uh, individually both pretty well, but when I have to switch it up, that uh, the lag time, that can be crucial. So speeding that up is definitely where I want to I want to focus my game on, but uh, I feel like where one of my strong suits come from is that uh, my versatility of being able to play multiple positions and like um, holding in there and being a reliable character. The line is what um, is one of my strongest suits for a player. All right, we'll finish up here with Joel Erickson. Eric, you had a you had a visit with the Colts, um, right in the pre-draft process. How how did that go, and what was your takeaway from it when you when you met with them? Uh, it was pretty good. We went there, and uh, out of all the out of all the, I went on nine total visits, but out of all the visits, the uh, the Colts visit was the most in depth when it came to, you know, analyzing us as a player, the process we went through when it came to seeing the facility, seeing the coaches and the staff, and it was all, um, you know, kind of very in depth and getting like a full look at everything that we're going to be going through compared to everywhere else. You know, just kind of like, hey, here's this person, here's that person. So it was very more professional look, I would say. All right, we actually have time for one more. We'll do Stephen Holder. Hey there. Uh, I was going to ask you, uh, you, you talked about playing multiple positions. Um, so, I mean, with, with the Colts, I mean, in the four-man front, are, do they see you as a three-tech? Do you know? And, and just what other roles might you be comfortable in, in this kind of front that they play? Yeah, it would definitely be um, if they're doing if they're doing a three down, I'll be more uh, forte, close to five. Or if we're switching up to a four down, be three. But the ability to it allow it'll be. I feel like um, you know having me in there would be allowing them to be able to more comfortably switch between the different the different schemes and not um, having to work as much because I can still be in there and play uh, either position. The Colts used their first of two six-round picks to select another tight end, Andrew Ogletree, out of Youngstown State. All right, we'll go ahead and get started with Nate Atkins. Hey, Drew, welcome to Indianapolis. Uh, just kind of curious what this this moment is like for you. Did you expect to get drafted, and uh, did you have much contact with the Colts, and were they a team that was on your radar? Yeah, so the Colts, we've actually – I thought they was on my radar from – 
about three years ago when I was back at the University of Finley. Uh, went on the top 30 visit over there. But I thought I was going to get drafted around sixth, seventh round, something like that. But um, once I seen the Colts took a um, tight end, I was like, oh, man, I'm, I wish I was bummed out because, you know, they're only an hour, hour and a half away from hometown. So it would have been a great experience to play over there. So I was a little bummed out. But then I received a call and, you know, I was I was just in there with my family. And, you know, I, couldn't, I can't be more blessed, you know. Uh, I mean, given that they've, they've searched for you for so long, I mean, what do you think they're most interested in you? Uh, definitely that they can like mold me into whatever they want because I've only played tight end for only one year. So, and I have a receiver background and I think that I put um, some pretty good stuff up on film as me playing tight end. So I feel like I'm a ball of clay, you know, they can mold me however they want, um, however they see fit. Kevin Bowen. So you were, uh, hey Drew, you were a wide out before transitioning to tight end? Yes, sir. Yes, sir. I was a wide out um, at University of Finley and then transferred over to Youngstown State uh, this past spring and uh, went to tight end. How much weight did you have to gain? Um, I think I was I was already a big receiver. I think I was sitting at about 230, 234, and then um, gained about 15, 20 pounds. And now it's about 25 pounds. So feel good, though. JJ? What should folks here in Indianapolis know about your game, uh, you know, as they kind of get to know you? You know, I'm a big body Y, but also I can run routes like an F. So I feel like you're getting the best of both worlds. I can go in there, I can block the end, and I can go over there and uh, route up a DB, linebacker, safety, whoever they want to put on me. So I feel like a lot of mismatches can come my way. What, what was that transition like for you going from playing wide receiver to putting your hand in the dirt as a Y? Um, honestly, I thought it was smooth in the passing game because, you know, once I put my hand out, out of the dirt, once I get out of my stance, I feel it's just like I'm running a normal route like I am on the outside. And then transitioning into like the run game and everything, it was a little, a little slow at the beginning just because I didn't know the foot, correct footwork, hand placement, leverage that uh, hold my block. But as the spring went on and then fall camp rolled around, I felt like I started to improve a lot more. I started to learn the lingo a little better and then understand where I needed to be in what situation. All right, and then we'll finish up here with Steven Holder. Hey, Drew, uh, you mentioned earlier uh, that, you know, you, you're kind of a ball of clay. Uh, where do you think um, you made the most gains in the short time that you, you know, have been working at, at tight end? And, and what's, what's the biggest thing that you think you need to attack in, in, uh, in order to improve? I said the biggest game was definitely the run blocking because, you know, it's a little different going from blocking smaller cornerbacks and safeties down to big defensive linemen. So that was definitely the biggest thing. And then something I, uh, I, like, I like to improve on is just like um, that run blocking, I mean, honestly, because I feel like in the past game, I'm so comfortable there. I've been there for all my life, really. And then just going down, down there to block some of the big guys, try to, um, you know, improve on that, improve on hand placement, footwork and everything like that. Just one quick follow-up. Did you – were you usually split from the formation or did you line up in line as well? Um, I, li just I generally. lined up everywhere. Yes, sir, okay. I lined up – sorry to cut you off. But uh, no, you're good. I lined up, lined up everywhere from in line to H-back to split out in the slot, to split out uh, at X by myself over there. So they tried to put me wherever they could, try to get a mismatch. Indianapolis doubled down on defensive tackle in day three. This time – using their six-round pick to select Cincinnati's Curtis Brooks. 
All right, we'll go ahead and get started with Stephen Holder. Hey, Curtis, how you doing? Congratulations. Appreciate it. Hey, uh, so first of all, uh, how, how much conversation with the Colts had you had? Is this a surprise? And I don't know what you know about their their system, their defense, but uh, do, what, what kind of fit do you think you are? Um, yeah, um, I've spoken with the D-line coach, the head coach. You know, we've had a couple conversations. Um, I didn't go out there for a visit, but I definitely uh, am aware of what's going on down there. Uh, I feel like I fit in three technique role. Um, just get vertical uh, and just play, play fast. It's something I do best. Go, Larson. Hey, Curtis. Uh, what what kind of led to you breaking out for Cincinnati last year, you know, just in terms of numbers were, were explosive, exploded last year? Oh, man. Uh, I put that extra work in. You know, I took care of my body a little bit better, cut back on my weight a little bit, um, worked on my pastures every day, every other day with my J. Sanders. You know, we getting after it every other day, and, you know, it showed off on the field. Paid off on the field. Hey, Atkins. Hey, Curtis, have you uh, talked to Alec Pierce yet about being drafted to the same team? And I guess what can the two of you kind of bring from uh, your run at Cincinnati to the Colts? Right. Um, he actually just FaceTimed me. We had a good uh, little two-minute conversation because I had to hop on here. But he just congratulated me. You know, I told him I'm happy for him. Um, and what we bring to the table, man, that winning, uh, I don't know, that just that, that winning feel at, at that go get mentality. We're ready to go chase this thing. And just specifically with with Alec, like what kind of makes him a different or special player? <laughs> First off, uh, he's a freaky athletic, uh, one of the, the most athletic uh, receivers I've ever seen. You know, uh, really a top of the line jump ball receiver, man. I think that's what makes him the best receiver in the draft. All right, we'll do two more here, Stephen Holder. Hey, uh, Curtis, um, I mean, you, you had really good numbers last year. You had some, some good performances and, and huge games. Um, I'm sure you, you would love to have been drafted earlier based on some of that. What, what do you think the questions are about you? And, and just, you know, how do you think you can, you know, live up to your, your expectations when you take this next step? Oh, man, uh, the question is definitely about my weight. Um, if I can hold a point or not, you know, versus double teams or not. A couple of guys uh, questioned me about my age. And I'm ready to uh, – I'm going in a camp with that mentality. I won't forget, you know, where where I got that for sure. Well, just to, to clarify, when you say your weight, uh, are they saying that whether you can keep it in check or or what what was the questions about weight? Oh, yeah. Uh, they say I'm, I'm a little bit too light. I'm around I'm okay, like 290 right. right now. You know, gotcha. you know traditional detail is about three, 305 or something like that. But I'm ready. I'm, I'm, I won't forget this. All right. All right, and then we'll finish up this media session with Joel Erickson. Um, that 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 doesn't seem like it'd be as big of a problem with the Colts defense in just in terms of they're attacking all the time. They're not really holding the point much. So, is that do you think that's like a perfect fit? Right. Um, I actually love the Colts defense. Great is great for me and what I can do. I'm just a guy who can just go get it, and you know, and that's what I look forward to with uh, my opportunity in Indianapolis. In the seventh round, the Colts used their final pick on Yale defensive back Rodney Thomas II, who did not do a media availability with Fox 59 and much of the local media here in Indianapolis. And that'll wrap up today's bonus episode of the Colts Blue Zone podcast. Thank you so much for listening. We'll be back later this week. Um, Please subscribe and download for us. And you can follow us on Twitter at Colts Blue Zone for all the latest uh, Colts updates 
and news throughout the week. Thanks again for listening, and until next time, take it easy, Colts fans.